welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Hey everyone, Dylan here from Footwork Podcast. Uh, different type of episode today. Really, this is just a excerpt from a consultation that we did. So Sean and I do these consultations all the time with players. Um, we promote it on Instagram. It's also on our, our website where if you sign up, give us your email for a newsletter. You know, we can connect. We can have a consultation 15 to 20 minutes or so, sometimes a bit longer. And just connecting, asking us questions if you want, asking about Europe. Hopefully, we can give you some good advice or point you in the right direction for knowledge. And in the end, we're both just expanding our circles, expanding our networks, hopefully sharing information with you know like-minded people with similar goals or similar desires in order to make the best of themselves, etc., etc. But yeah, we never record them, but... This time we had um, a guy named Matthew from Canada, 17-year-old, and he just came with these really thoughtful, thought-provoking questions, um, a lot of the themes that we may touch on, but just asked it different ways. And about halfway through, maybe a quarter of the way through, we just asked him, like, hey, this is like, these are good questions, man. You know, you're making a great impression. Can we just record this and see uh, if we put it out there for people? Because it's just good conversation in 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 our opinion. So, I mean, here it is for players who want to get in contact with us and do a consultation. That link is in our bio on Instagram. It's on our bio on all socials. You can find the link underneath this episode as well. And yeah, shouts out to Matt for, you know, allowing this to happen. We asked him if we could record and, and yeah, here it is. Uh, what traits do coaches hate, especially on trial? Like, what traits do so, coaches hate on trial? A big one, a big one, particularly on trial, <clears throat> or whenever you get onto a team. But if you, yeah, if you kind of like separate yourself from everybody else, as if you're better or like they're lower than you, or it's just showing you have a big ego. Um, of course, you have to have an ego because you have to be confident in yourself, <clears throat> in yourself. But it doesn't mean to not be humble. So, just as a coach, also as a player, nobody likes that 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 type of player. That thinks they're better than everybody and then maybe they complains can, they or something they like complains that. and whines so like a better answer in short is like just do your work help your team win when you're on the field try and help your teammates don't complain don't whine about other people's mistakes because you wouldn't want them doing about that and not to mention it doesn't help your team win so if you could think of it like that how how can i help my team win or my team succeed in whatever exercise we're doing that's going to be a beneficial thing as, as a character or a character trait to have when on a team, yeah. when on a trial or not. Um, yeah, I agree. I think also you have to, like, along with coaches is also what players. One more. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Your connection just got out. I was just going to say, in terms of coaches, it's also what players hate too. And players hate when you're complaining. Players hate um, when, I think maybe when you're overly selfish especially in the beginning, like if we're overly selfish and trying to take guys on instead of doing the little things and helping your team, like Sean said, coaches and players hate that. 
I would, that would be my addition. Yeah. Yeah. I think exactly. So like it's counterintuitive, but you realize this once you go on a few trials is that in order to show yourself as best you can, you have to show your positive actions. You said you were center mid or outside back, but you also want to show that you can play the game simple. It's like you do the little yeah. things right and you play the right way. And show that and you're a good mid, person and a good teammate exactly, within this exactly. within this setting, you know, because exactly. you could so you could ball out, you could beat three guys, score a crazy goal, but if you're if you're bitching at players, if you're whining, if you're not tracking men, then they're gonna say, okay, well this over the long term this won't make sense, this isn't worth it, you know, the skill exactly. he has isn't worth all the other baggage. So you got to make sure, like I said earlier, there's a lot of times where as a foreigner, they look for excuses for why you don't match up to the team or why you don't have the spot. So minimizing all of those things like, oh, look, he's, he's, he's a great guy. He's asking questions. He's getting along with the team. He's working for them. He's communicating like boxes checked off. Now, all those reasons why you shouldn't get it are getting lower and lower and lower. And that's the key. Exactly. Remember that when you're on trial, that it's not just about your ability because there's a lot of players with ability that can play, but it's how do you fit in the team? And with some teams, the players ultimately have a big, big say. A group of players will have a big say on whether they take you or not. So earning the respect in, uh, from the player's perspective is also important, something that I like to do, which I always do. Whenever I go on trial, I'll know basically everybody's name by the end of the first session. Really? Because it's showing like a respect first off to the team. And then also just my style of play is I like to talk a lot and organize. So it, I'm showing first off to the players and to the coach, like, look, this guy's been here 30 minutes and he's able to organize his group of nine by their name. You know, that's, I think that's helped me have success because of that. But I think that's also just a way to earn the respect of a player. You're not just some random guy that's coming here. And you're going to take someone's position, but you also have respect. You have the respect to learn someone's name or learn whatever language it is. Um, and people, they definitely acknowledge that, especially if you don't know the language, but you ask just a few words, how do you say man on or something? And they see you trying, they'll respect it. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so, well, you guys kind of already answered it, but uh, what traits do uh, coaches love? Like, what's something that sets you apart? Like, I watched the max mansfield i don't know how to say his last name that mm -hmm. that uh podcast where he said like be part of the team like stick like like stick in but then stand yeah. out at the same time yeah. like blend in and then stand out oh yeah. that's, that's a great quote yeah, like my that. Bad. yeah i mean that's yeah. exactly it you're blending in in terms of you're doing everything that would be good as a teammate you know you're communicating with them when you're running around the field during warm-ups you know you're just trying you're passing the ball with some guy, learning his name and his background. Um, you're blending in on the field in terms of the work ethic and doing everything right for your teammates, one, two touch passes, you know, keeping it simple. And then when it's time, when it's appropriate, you're standing out and showing your abilities within that game. That's right. It's, it sounds simple. It's, it is a hard thing to do, but keeping those things consciously in mind when you're on trial, I think is what, again, gives you the best chance. Okay. Exactly. Uh, what is something uh, that a lot that players just waste a lot of time on that you guys think is there's no reason to do? 
Ooh, that's another good one. I think uh, bitching and thing... moaning about other teammates and their mistakes. Yeah. Yep. You'll I think find that's the biggest one. You'll find a lot of players. Don't get, don't get involved with that. I guess it's it's not even just in soccer. I think it's very easy to get friends and and circles where you're constantly kind of complaining about things, you know, but that doesn't, it doesn't help you. What helps you is a thing that Sean and I kind of talk about is like extreme ownership is that it's pretty much taking ownership for lack of a better synonym of everything that's happening around you in terms of how can I approach this situation better or differently next time. And ultimately it's just about, you know, growing as a person. Obviously, not everything's your fault. It's not like saying this is all my fault, but it's like, okay, I could have done this there or I could have done this there and then growing from it. And I think a lot of people don't do that enough and it's very easy to just pass the blame. And then again, you're not doing enough self-reflection or learning when you're doing that. When you're always passing the blame to someone else, you're not thinking, okay, how can I get better in the situation next time? It just becomes like an unconscious thing to just push anything that is any feedback or any criticism that's directed at you to the side. And that's, I think, right. very damaging for people. Yeah. The whole extreme ownership thing is in short, it's just taking, you have control of everything. Then, So if your teammate messes up and it leads to a goal, instead of just blaming him because you can't change that, right? It's just his fault. He fucked up. And that's the reason he lost. Well, where were you? How could I have done better? Maybe I sort of positioned myself. Maybe I should have communicated to him that means to pass the ball. And if you can just do that always, just even off the field as well, then that means you have the ability to change things and work on things. And you have control of basically everything in your life, so you, which means you have the ability to improve it. If you just complain about anything and it's someone else's or something's fault, that means you're like a victim and you can't change it. And you just have, you just have to sit there and take it. But in reality, yeah. that's not the case. And it's just like a matter of perspective. And I think a lot of players a lot of very good players get caught in that and then they don't reach their full height because of that. Yeah. Because they get in a bad group of friends or a bad group of teammates. And there's always that there will always be little clicks in every locker room and just be conscious of not just not getting involved with that Mm because it doesn't, it doesn't help. Yeah. And then one mini one just to add in there is um, not that you shouldn't be pissed after losses and stuff. Cause I know like the whole, that whole Gundogan thing just, dropped where he was pissed that um, the Barcelona players weren't mad enough. I'm not saying that. I think in, in the context of the the game and everything afterwards, that makes sense. You should be angry, but I think not letting losses kind of stick with you for too long is something that I've struggled with. And I think a lot of players struggle with because again, it's just hindering your growth at the end because you're, I don't know, kind of gets you in this, this runt of you're afraid of, failure or or something like that so you know take your time you give yourself that night or that day or whatever but afterwards like it's just back to work and i think you got to put it aside and just learn from it and grow from it yeah um my final question is i think we already kind of answered this but i've heard this one before is is it better to be a more well-rounded player or to be specifically great at one thing tough question it is i think it's um, It's always a debate exactly it is always a debate i would say 
I would say this is my opinion. I think you should improve your weaknesses so they're not so weak and really grow your strengths. So like when you blend into the team and then stand out, like you need to be able to do the basics well. There's certain that you just have to be able to do. And then every player has their strengths and those you have to be able to execute to a really high level. For whatever level it is, I would say that that's finding out first off what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and then always improving on your strengths and weaknesses but also understanding in a game situation or in training like know know what you're good at and don't try to do everything so if you're a center mid that can't move well don't be taking players on the wing one-on-one it's not your strength and then it just makes you yourself look like a bad player but it doesn't mean you're a bad player you're just making bad decisions so it's like know when to use your strength and where on the pitch that that suits you. And if you're not in that position, then just keep the ball moving, something like that. Yeah, agreed. I think to add that, it's a kind of on the fence thing, but well-rounded in terms of the abilities that we all need to be. It's like if you look at, again, you look at like Tony Cruz, like he's not fast. He's not taking players one-on-one, but he can do left foot, right foot, play play a ball with, you know, literally no difficulties at all put it anywhere and that's something any player could do theoretically because it's within your ability to improve technically so i think being well-rounded in terms of all the technical aspects and then um focusing in on the strengths that make you like stand out like sean said for me um I think I'm pretty well-rounded in terms of like my technical abilities so that I could fit in at many different levels. And then some things that help me stand out is I think like working on my vision and my reactions, and then also like my fitness and um, my work ethic and um, those things. So I'm always improving those strengths, making sure I'm the fittest guy because I know that will help me in the long run. And then also making sure I'm well-rounded in the terms that I can do everything in my position that someone can do in every other position. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yes, it's a good question. I think also too, is like whenever you go somewhere, see what players are doing in your position too, that maybe you're, you're not at that level yet. And like, okay, there's something I can add to my game to make me a better player, make me a better six or an eight. Mm-hmm. but also I can do this and they can't do this. So this is definitely a strength of mine that I got to keep working on and building on. Yeah. That I got to make sure it's still that strength. things that, to your game that, when you see better yeah. players. Exactly. 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 Or if like you have a strength, but you're not showing it. So then you're realizing, okay, look, this is my strength, but I'm not even showing I can do this. So now I'm just an average player here. So being conscious yeah. to consistently understand your strengths and continue to show them every day. Yeah. Exactly. is important. Yeah, that's uh, you guys answered all of my questions. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos 
Those are great, but more importantly, amazing content for any dream chasers out there. Plug, plug, pass. Tell your friends, your enemies, your mother, your brother, your sister, your pastor, it doesn't matter who. Tell the mailman, your dog, anybody that can listen. Like, subscribe, review, because all of that helps while you're there. We'll take whatever we can get to join the club. Join the club. He messed me up. I mean, he can just, he can just mash it together, so it's fine. (laughs) 